Last time on Adequately Advanced Magic. An alleyway leading from this gate connects to the other side and toward your destination. The only problem is there's at least three goblins guarding the gate in front of you. All of them are wearing tracksuits. Hey there, big guys. No one interrupt today. Could you use some help? We have some skills. Sitting behind a large Cocobolo desk is an ancient looking goblin. He's wearing a pinstripe suit and he has a cane nearby. His mustache is <laughs> fabulous. My goblins are preparing a raid on that police station as we speak. A goblin of my clan stole something that is very precious to us. We are trying to get a friend of ours that was taken, freed, since we both seem to want the same thing. Why don't we work together? Inside the police station should be a goblin named Gobzu. If you find him, please get rid of him for me. You can speak to Gobtick over the details. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Kuku Jack and Niklaus, the three of you are sitting in this break room with the JYMO vending machine right behind you. Niklaus, you're munching on a less than chocolate snack bar. Nom nom. And in walks Goptic, the goblin that you saw earlier with a scar over his left eye. As he does, he views you guys warily. He just squints at you guys. I squint back. Jack looks away. <laughs> he wins. The squinting continues in silence. Are you coming in or not? I put Joey on the spot for his voice now. <laughs> Without saying a single word, <laughs> he comes inside. Nice. You guys the ones I'm working with? Yes, we are. You must be Gobtick. Yes. I'm Herc here. These are my compatriots, Jack and Niklaus. Jack nods. He looks at you guys suspiciously. Don't trust you guys. Let's just get this over with. Niklaus turns to Jack is like, he seems really friendly. Yeah, I guess we can trust him, even if he can't trust us. What? No one trusts anyone. We're we're here to do a job. So what's your plan, Gobtech? Plan is, we all attack at the same time. He looks very proud of himself. Are we all attacking genius. from the same place? Yeah, I'm thinking we just go from going from the front. All right, I think that's a good start, but let me, let me run something by you. What if you go in the front and we go in the back so no one can escape huh go ahead and roll a persuasion roll seven i sounded very persuasive nah man that's dumb that's the most terrible idea i've ever heard okay but what if uh this this gobsu dude runs out the back while you're going in the front well we'll just catch him later all right or we just go in so fast you can't leave how about all this right. Goptic? we have a, a, a different a completely different idea. What if you and the rest of your goblins go in the front, and we 
and our team go in a different way. <laughs> that way, they're being attacked from two places, and they won't know what to do. Yeah, Nicholas, go ahead and do a deception check. The power of words. <laughs> All right, rolling. Ooh, that's a four plus six is ten. <laughs> that's an even worse idea than the first one. You're right. You're right. Jack finally catches on and understands what the other two have been trying to do. <laughs> and he's like, all right, all right, Gobtech, I know you and I, we are both, you know, creatures of uh, strength and power. And you both know that if we all go in all at once, the door's only so big, right? And we want to make sure we have all of our power everywhere right it's just gonna be we're just gonna be waiting in line waiting in line and you know that's no fun we want to get in there quick right and use all of our 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 assets so you know i I know that the other two the plan maybe you didn't see the logic behind it but i'm telling you the logic now is we want to you know imagine you had two arms you can punch you know two people in the face well you can punch one person in the face with two arms what if you had four arms and you could reach around and punch in the back. Doesn't that sound pretty nice? Wait, you want to punch someone with in the face and in the back of the head? Yeah, because, you know, the eyes are in the front. He has no eyes in the back, so they never see that coming, right? All right, that was pretty good. Uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. <laughs> I'm still going to get a bad roll. <laughs> <laughs> persuasion, okay. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've increasingly gotten better. <laughs> we add them all together. <laughs> Gobtech looks into the distance and he muses about how he can punch people in the front of their heads and at the back simultaneously. He completely forgets that you exist. <laughs> He's, we lost him. He's in the zone. He's in the zone. <laughs> He's in planning mode. Jack kind of like kind of gets gets up and kind of like lightly nudges him with an elbow and winks and is like, eh, eh? Oh, what? Oh, wait, yeah, right. We attack from the front. And the back. And we attack from the back. Nah, man, from the front. <laughs> Alright, All right. You guys are dumb. <laughs> Let's just roll with it, guys. Let's just roll with it. It'll, it'll be fine. Jack starts to, he starts to look away as he realizes he's going to attack a police station from the front. We'll, we'll just make sure that, that the goblins have first crack at it so they'll be in front. We could also potentially sneak around the side or something while well, I'm saying is we have options here. Yeah, but we don't want we don't want Coptech to hear. No, Coptech's that's why still I did, in the zone, That's right? why I did not use my character oh, voice. Okay. Right. You <laughs> oh, man, you got me. You got me so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are your boys ready to go, Coptech? Yeah, just give me a second. I'm going to go get them ready. All right. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just Sorry. feel like time time is an issue here, so. Yeah. Joey, we got back the um the stuff that Gabo took from us, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh, cool. Goptic says, all right, I'll meet you guys outside in 10 minutes. Through the back good. gate. Back gate. Got it. He leaves. All right. We'll have to take it, see kind of what the situation is, but we may need to uh, sneak around the side while the goblins are going in the front. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once once everyone starts running, we can just kind of do whatever i feel like they're gonna be too distracted yeah i'm not sure they're gonna be yeah super you guys uh, have you guys ever fought the police before not in like a battle the police have mostly (laughs) not been where i've lived (laughs) only in the courts (laughs) i fought the law and the law won 
Uh, Jack says, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know about you guys, but it's the police. I don't think there's very many of them there, and they took, they took Audrey, so they're not, they're not good people. Mm, that's true. No, I, did I can, anyone think they were? I can go with that. They don't. Uh, they're not going to call Vi or anything, right? I don't also want to deal with them. I mean, they may, but it would take them a little while to respond out here in the sticks. Yeah. Okay. Not, lo- not long. We don't want to stick around." But we should have yeah, a little time. Let's let's not worst case things here. All right, all right. We can adapt to events as they go. But if it has ideas, you know, something you want to do before we we get in there, now might be the time to talk about it. Just Again, I think some of it will depend on what we see when we get there. Yeah, don't have any good options here. Just speaking of priorities, when we get inside, there's a few things that we're looking for. Right, we're looking, we're gonna get Audrey out. Yep. We're gonna try and find Gobsu for the the godfather and the large cylinder he supposedly is supposed to have in his possession right yep so in my opinion audrey's the clear priority there so like if it's a choice between any of those things and audrey we, we just get audrey and get out 100 percent. yeah do you guys think y'all have anything we can uh knock god suit out with or i don't know restrain him i mean i have some rope Oh, great. We do have rope. We just bought some rope. Uh, the power of rope. Yeah, and, let's uh, uh, I, We have a backpack. We can always tie him up and put him in a backpack. <laughs> I don't know let's if the backpacks uh, are that big. I mean, get he's in, a goblin. Get out. He's not a get kobold. Kobolds might fit in a backpack. <laughs> I mean, part of them will fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Maybe somebody might confuse him for, like, a plush toy or something. He's got this goblin tied up with a backpack on his head. I guess the other thing about... I forgot that... The Godfather wanted the cylinder back, and he wanted us to kill Gabo. Mm. Right. I, f- I feel like that is... Gopsu, uh, we'll see what Gopsu. happens. Yeah. Do you guys feel like we should not kill him unless... I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what choice we have if it's, you know, we got to fight off all the goblins, too, and the police. Like, let's get Audrey and see where we are. I think maybe Gob... Gob... Gobzu might be worth not killing him, especially since we, like... don't know what, we don't know what the cylinder is. Yeah, or the whole like story, if, but... As long as the Godfather gets the cylinder, he would be okay. He probably wouldn't be happy that Gobsu wasn't killed, but between not getting the cylinder and Gobsu dying and getting the cylinder and Gobsu getting away, one of those is more acceptable to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you guys You guys are smart. I think you guys got it's it. It's just the cremated remains of the Godfather's dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> what do you guys do? Are we all in agreement? Priorities here? Let's, yeah. let's go meet the team uh, there is actually one last thing before we go there is a, a spell that i have recently learned that may be useful especially if we're not with the other the rest of the goblins that we managed to split off um, it allows me to target a group of people that are hostile to us and they have a chance to resist it but they may lose their hostility for up to a minute that so could that be may, very useful that could be a way for us to avoid having to actually harm the police uh, but that spell would end if, if they were attacked or if they were harmed. Or if they yeah, I'm not sure we're going to be able to hold back the goblins on that one. Yeah, it's just a it's situational. But um, Right, right. Yeah. Because so, so far we've only been attacking mushrooms and autonomous cleaning things, right? Monsters, kind of, uh, yes. Monsters. Going, going after the police is kind of a much bigger step, right, guys? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not kill any of the police. Uh, you, you can't attack get... with uh, non-lethal damage. That is always yeah. an option. We, we would probably just try to get them out of the fight. I mean, our objective is is to get Audrey out, and I think secondary object, uh, objective is figuring out the cylinder 
gobsu thing, but a lot of it is. We have to see where we are and what's happening. Because I imagine once the goblins get in there, it's going to be chaos. Yeah, true. And ideally, if it's the police and the... We can get the police and the goblins fighting, we can do our stuff without yeah. getting involved at all. I just don't know how... I don't know what the goblins are going to be like. And it could just be that the goblins get stomped as soon as they engage. Could be, but I think they'll have numbers. Yeah. But again, right. we'll have to take it. As it comes. As it comes. All right, I'm ready. All right, we head out to the uh, meeting spot. Yeah, the three of you head down to the exit gate. Essentially, it's the, the gate that was opposite of the direction that you came in. The other end of Weenark South. Yeah, standing next to the gate is Gobtake, Gobstopper, because that's his name now. <laughs> and about a dozen goblins, heavily armed with scimitars, javelins, and the occasional magic pistol. All of them are wearing tracksuits nice. of different colors. Nice. It's just, it's just a rainbow smorgasbord. <laughs> Jack, seeing that some of them have M pistols, goes to one of them and says, Hey, hey, uh, you got a spare, spare mag? I'm kind of I'm kind of running low on mine. You just roll up to like a random goblin and he asks you who the hell you are. Jack says, Hey, I'm, I'm Jack. We're in this together. Just wondering if you could spare a mag. I'm, I'm running low on mine. So you got an M pistol there. Uh, go in and do a charisma check. Charisma? Ooh, exciting. Yeah. You're not really persuading him. You're just going on how good looking you are. Never done a charisma check yet. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm along the ground. It's a 12. He says, well, I have this used acid one. It has like two shots left. Do you want that? Yeah, it's better, but nothing. You're, you're, you're a champ, man. Okay, yeah, you seem like a nice guy. Thanks for thanks for helping us out. You got it. Jack takes it and then walks back to Procure and Nicholas. Goptic says, All right, everybody ready? Everybody's like, Yes. <laughs> there was much rejoicing. So are are the are the goblins not very like into it? They look a little bit nervous. Okay. That's just how goblins are. Alright, alright. The three of you and the goblins head out from the gate. They lead you through the alleyways and eventually across from the street of the police substation. You and the goblins are just hanging out in an alleyway. All right, what do we see of the police substation? Yeah. You take a look at the police substation and it is sandwiched between two adjacent buildings. Just like the museum that you encountered before, this building is made of old construction, partly, and new buildings were constructed around it more recently. This building has the makings of an old guard tower, at least the, the bottom two-thirds or so. For the top third, they basically added some new facilities made up of new construction. You see that there is a front entrance. It's hard to make out what's in the back, though. So it's all we can see. There's no sort of side passage on either side. There's just the front from what we can see. Do a perception check. 16. Yeah, you take a look and you see that if you cut through the adjacent buildings, you could make it through the back. What are the other uh, other buildings next to it? Are they like apartment buildings or businesses? or? Yeah, the one on the left looks like an apartment building. The one on the right looks like a market of sorts are th is there anyone like standing guard or whatever outside of uh outside of the police station there is nobody outside but you do see someone peering out of a window on one of the upper floors uh-huh mm. 
Well, what's what's your plan now, Gobtech? We attack from the front. Are, are we are we going or or what? Well, is everybody ready? Uh, quick question: Do I see Gobbo here? No, Gobbo Gobbo remained with the Godfather. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Gobtech says, "All right, you guys go first. What? Mm, yeah, you guys go so. first, and we'll follow you. You have the numbers. You got to lead this. It's it's your guy in there. I mean, you guys are tall. I don't see what." That has to do with anything. You're like big and strong. Don't worry about it. You guys go first. Uh-huh. Let me speak to my compatriots here for a minute. I like take a couple steps off and gesture Jack and Nicholas over to me. Yeah, I walk over. Not going according to plan. Yeah. Of course it isn't. Do we want to try <laughs> and go through the apartment building and see if we can get in the back? <laughs> I think maybe the market. Through the market? Okay. Yeah. We'll just yell... Okay, we're going to charge into the front door, and then we'll run through the market, and then we'll just pretend like we thought that was the police station. Sounds good. Let's see what they do. <laughs> Jack's not laughing. I'm laughing. Um, Jack just kind of looks uneasy and is like, all right, just goes along with it. <laughs> I walk back over to Gobtick. All right, you ready? Yeah, we're ready. I look at Jack and Nicholas. You ready? Yep. Jack unsheathes his sword, one of them at least. <laughs> all right, go! Goblin war cries, everyone! And I start sprinting. Ah! Are there, are there goblins Pumping following? Pumping my arms, I'm running, I'm running. <laughs> ah! They don't follow for a couple of seconds, and then they start doing their goblin war cries. They're like, attack! Attack! Great. They're committed. <laughs> well, so far we're going the same way. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're following they're, they're us? Like, they they're, they're right behind you. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The person that you saw in the window here, here sees you guys coming. And then he, he pops inside for a hot second. And then he pops out again into the window. And then he starts shooting at you. So this is like an open window. I was expecting like a glass. When he said window, he meant arrow slit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this guy was a prisoner. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a, uh, a shootable through window. Uh, everybody do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. That works. Dexterity saving. Eleven. Eight. Five. Three of you have reached halfway across the street, and some beams of crackling energy streaks towards you. Whoever is in the window is rapidly shooting. Here, here. You take two damage. It nicks you in the side of your arm. Ow! That's hot! <laughs> Jack, you take one damage. Wow. Nicklaus. Take four damage. Ouch. That's not like a sharpshooter. But what type of damage am I taking? Do any goblins get hit? Force damage. Ouches. Force lightning damage, more like. A couple of goblins also get hit. At least one of them just straight up dies. Oh. The three of you continue oh. past the road, and you approach the entrance of the guard tower slash police substation. As you're about to breach the entrance of the... <laughs> The police substation. You guys just suddenly make like a ninety degree, a sharp ninety degree turn and make a run for the right. Uh, meanwhile, the goblins are like, "What the hell?" And then they like keep running towards the the uh, the entrance. After which they are greeted by heavy magic gunfire. God, we didn't go that way. <laughs> Goptic raises his fist at you. The three of you run towards the market that is on the right side of this police substation. In it are a couple of stands. Most people are hiding now that there is gunfire coming like 30 feet away from them. What do you guys do? Run through the market, trying yeah, to see if we can get round the back. 
you're looking for any other doors or windows on the first level. Mm-hmm. Everybody do a athletics check. Athletics. Yeah. This is the very cinematic, like running to the market, like dodging carts and things. Yeah. The three of you are dodging carts. People are running in every which direction. See if you guys can make it through. Also, so Jack puts his sword back in, so he's not running his sword. <laughs> Accidentally around. people impaling. Such a courteous. Rolls a such a courteous person. Rolls a nineteen for athletics. Hercule got a seventeen. He's got the uh, fourteen minus one, so that'll be thirteen. Yeah, the three of you guys make it through. Who's in the front? I'll be in the front, unless Jack wants to be because he's bigger and stronger. But no, Jack is. Uh, Jack, Jack is, is pretty nervous right now. Not as uh, heroic. The class will be in the the middle. <laughs> yeah, mayhem has broken out in the market. I have not yet begun to loot. Yep. <laughs> You're in the front, and you do the Assassin's Creed parting through the crowd. (laughs) The gunfire outside the police substation intensifies, and the three of you reach the end of the market. The exit of the market leads to another main street. It's basically a highway. There is a sidewalk, though, that leads to the police substation. We follow follow the yellow brick road. Take Take a hard left to the police station. Yep. You make a hard left at where the market ends, and you continue down the street a little bit. As you do, you approach a small yard that leads towards the tower that you were looking at earlier. The police tower, or? Yeah, the police substation. And you see that there is a garage back here. There is a police officer here, and he yells at you guys, Hey, stay back! Niklaus hearing the guard is like, Careful, there's goblins attacking on the front. They need your help. Yeah, no shit. That's why I'm here in the back, making sure there's no more coming in from here. I don't think goblins are smart enough to attack from two directions at once. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, we can keep an eye out and yell if we see anything. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll a. Uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. It's going to be pretty hard, though. Okay. See if I get lucky. Not really. That's going to be a eleven. Mm-hmm. He pulls out his pistol. He he yells, "You guys need to clear out." The the little yard that leads to the garage is thirty feet. Okay. And the garage is the entrance to the substation. Yep, or as part of it. So okay. he's thirty feet away. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, cast blindness. Then he has to make a Constitution saving throw. I guess before you do this, how about we just roll initiative? Okay. Yeah, we can do okay. that too. I got fifteen. I got a four. I got a ten. All right. Here, here, I'll let you start. Okay. We'll pretend like it's like a surprise round. Right. I probably wasn't expecting me to cast a spell. Yep. The police officer needs to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. He rolls a four. All right. He is blinded for one minute. Oh, that's candy. Damn. I don't know. Blind police officer might just start shooting blindly. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they they're gonna have the best possible training. <laughs> <laughs> it's Falcon's Reach, guys. <laughs> All right, what does it look like, Kirkir? As I'm running towards him, I sort of wave my hands across and then form a fist. All of a sudden, he cannot see. He probably clutches at his eyes. That seems like a thing people do. Yeah, he he's like, oh shit, what the? All right, Jack, it's your turn. <laughs> Jack is also like. What? What the hell? I can't see. 
um, to the police officer. So the police officer tries. He always looks at the police officer. <laughs> that happens to everybody. So the police officer is like basically between, like right in front of the door of the garage or outside the garage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack just tries to dash and get in the garage. Well, okay. So there's three garage doors. From your point of view, there is a smaller garage door on the left and two larger ones to the right of that. There is also a door. That is where the police officer is, was looking at you guys at. Now he's just like, I can't see. So maybe oh. you want to go through the door where he's... Yeah. Are the are the garage doors openable from the outside or it's not those types? Mm, I don't know. You're a strong boy. You could give it a shot. You don't need right. keys. So the, the small garage door is the farthest from the policeman, right? Yep. How far is it? Do I have to dash or can I get there? It's 30 feet. 30 feet. All right, so Jack walks briskly over, but also trying to uh, not be here. But yeah, so he walks to that small one and tries to open it. Yeah, we're past stealth here. <laughs> yeah. We gotta yeah. get in, try and get Audrey and get yeah. out. Do a strength check. So there's there's strength four doors, check. three garage doors, and like a normal door? Yeah. Uh, I, I got an 11. With an 11, the doors do not open. You reach down and try to pull up the garage door, but it does not budge. But do, can I, can I like, do I know that it is movable if I try again, or it's just it's like immovable? You can, you can feel like creaking a little bit. You just don't, you, do, you didn't have enough momentum to. Okay. All right. Pull it free of whatever is holding it. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Niklaus. Are there vehicles here? In the yard, there are no vehicles. Okay. And the, the officer is right next to the, the regular door, right? Yep. I think I just run up to uh, Jack and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll help you lift this door. Yes. So I will attempt. Seems like attempt, two people are needed. Yeah, I'll attempt to either assist him or, or if I can try and lift it with him helping me, that whichever way is better. Yeah, so I will oh, I will help him. Yep. Or I will help whoever, whoever tries to open the door next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Niklaus, you run up next to Jack, and the two of you feel the comforts of friendship. (laughs) (laughs) The police officer does not. He's going to pull out his pistol, and he's going to blindly fire in the direction where the three of you were, except there's only one of you guys left there, and it's here. So he rolls either a nat 1 or a 6. I assume that's disadvantage, so he would take the nat 1, which is a miss. An eldritch blast shoots out from his gun and flies in your direction here, here, except it's not really in your direction. It's like 10 feet to your right. All right, here, here, it's your turn. Okay, he's blocking the the door, right? So that's why we're going through the garage. Yep. Here, here, runs over to uh, the team, the squad, and pitches in to help help lift the the garage door. Do you want to try lifting and uh, I'm helping? Because yeah, I, I didn't mean, want to be so, the one that so, lift. So. Okay. Yeah, I'll try and lift it. What is it? Strength? Is it straight strength? Yeah. I've got a very, very good roll of five. That's what that's I'm helping. You get advantage. Oh, is it advantage? Correct. Not just a bonus? Yeah. You get advantage when someone is helping you. Gotcha. Well, on, that was awesome. I rolled a six. Roll. So definitely better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you like, you pull a muscle as you try to lift up this, this garage door. Checks out. Kirk here is suddenly a 40 year old half work. Why can we never get indoors? <laughs> <laughs> doors doors are truly the greatest enemy. If only one of us were a ranger with favorite enemy door. Uh, that was a really nerdy joke. Alright, it goes back to the top with Jack. So Jack is going to try again to lift the door. 
Should have saved that help there. Yeah, I think uh, he, he's he's encouraged by uh, his his friends also. His friends utter failure. Door idea. <laughs> All right, so strength check. Yep. Be strong, Jack. Be strong. Are you kidding me? Not one. So plus three is four. <laughs> yes, again. You. <laughs> the memories. The memories are coming back of lifting that other door. No, all of a sudden, we're we're back in the. Uh, it's trauma. The lab. Trauma we're all having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. You also pull like your bicep trying to lift up this door. You you yell out in pain as you as it hurts. Yeah. Oh God. Uh oh. Guys, I he kind of he kind of realizes he doesn't want the policeman to hear, so he whispers and he's like, "Guys, I should we just like knock him out or something?" <laughs> so I want to paint a picture here. the The camera zooms back out to where the three of you guys were standing before. And on the right side is this blind policeman who's just wildly <laughs> waving his gun around and firing shots off. And then on the left are the three of you, just absolutely just struggling <laughs> to open this garage door. At least two of you are massaging muscle strains <laughs> that you've incurred from, from trying to lift up this door. Shake it out. <laughs> yeah, the, the struggle continues. I, I, I got a plan, I got a plan. All right, all right. All right, Niklaus, it's your turn. Uh, so does it feel like the door is not opening because it's like like locked or otherwise like stuck? Or is it just that it's a really heavy door? Like, is it more difficult to open because it's like locked at the moment or barred or whatever? Yeah, the system that this garage door uses is a heavy door that is activated by some magitech when you press a button. Mm-hmm. So I have a spell. I want to know if it would help in this situation. Is it fireball? No, it's <laughs> knock. So the spell knock, Joey. Can you look at the description for it? See if you think it would be helpful in this case. I specifically chose this because of our difficulty with doors. <laughs> Thinking ahead. Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. So, okay, guys, I'm going to cast a spell, and then you guys are going to lift it. It should open the door easier. It has just a vocal component, so... Uh, I put my hands on the door and I say, open sesame, but it's like in deep speech instead. And then you hear this very loud knock sound that like emanates out 300 feet. (laughs) Obviously the police officer is going to hear this, (laughs) but hopefully that causes the door to be much easier to open. Yeah, it just sounds like someone fucking punched the garage door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm expecting a loud ringing sound like a bell. Yeah, the uh, the metal rings from the vibrations like a, of your head, like a gong, basically. All right, all right. Garage door opening kind of sounds like a gong. <laughs> Did you want to do anything else, Niklaus? That was my action and one of my two second level spell slots for that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that lets us do the door. The police officer hears this obnoxiously loud punching noise, and he's going to shoot in the direction of the three of you. <laughs> He's going to shoot at Hyukir's direction with either a 6 or a 13. Well, a 6 does not hit. Yeah, another Eldritch Blast flies past your head about 5 feet away. He's getting a little bit closer each time. Alright, Hyukir, it's your turn. Alright, I will try and lift the door. Yep. Do the strength check. 15. Yep. With the help of Niklaus's knock, something from the... (laughs) back of the door has been dislodged, making it much easier to lift up. It basically flies up. It's like one of those spring-loaded doors. Uh-huh. Whoa. We did it, guys. <laughs> Finally got past the door. It only took us, was it three rounds this time? 
<laughs> Something like that. Jack is still kind of having like a very long distance stare. As you lift up the garage door here, Kier, it reveals in front of you a levitating motorbike. To the right of the motorbike, you see another police vehicle. This one with some parts taken out. It's obviously in maintenance. And to the right of that, another one that is also missing several parts. There are a couple of steps leading up to a slightly raised platform. This is where the police officer is. And in the northeast corner, you see a door leading in. Okay. Well, if that was my action, then I will use my movement to go to the door. Unless I need to hold the garage door open. I don't No, it just flips up. Okay, then I will head to the door. Yeah, using your movement, you can move up to the door. The police officer is standing behind you now if you're facing northward. Okay. Wait, but the police officer's on the outside, right? Yeah. He's like straddling. He can he can see you from from this angle. It's fine. The race platform at all actually. (laughs) True, true. The race platform is part of the door that leads outwards. Okay. If that makes sense. The three of you here. With the garage door open, the three of you hear yelling and gunfire coming in the direction of that door that you just ran up to here, here. And Jack, it's your turn. Jack turns to Nicholas and says, hey, you can close the door, right? Yeah, we should leave it open so we can make a quick escape. That's true. You are smart. Jack then also runs to the door behind uh, Herkir. Yeah, you stack up right behind Herkir. Nicholas? So this is this is a uh, interior door now that we're going yeah. in through? Yeah. And it's currently closed? Correct. Yes. We don't know if okay. it's locked or anything, but... I, I run up, and seeing everyone else is stacked up on it, I open the door. Yep. Niklaus, you open the door, and you look down into a hallway, and you see that there is a hallway leading to the front of the police substation, and there's another hallway leading to the left, towards a another pair of double doors that you presume is the staircase. On the right side of this hallway, you see a door that seems to lead into some offices. You hear a multitude of gunshots and yelling coming from in front of you, which is where the front door is. We're like on an L, right? Yeah. Gotcha. You guys are at the base of an L. Gotcha. Okay. So there's double doors down here. And there's a door on the right. And there's no door on the long hallway to the front. Yeah. The direction that you're facing, Niklaus, straight ahead, there's no door along the edges until you get to the front yeah you guys are on the right edge of the building from this direction essentially makes sense gotcha okay so now that we have the the geography now what do the conveniently located signs point to yeah you take a look down this hallway the double doors there is a sign above them that says staircase (laughs) why anybody would have to label the staircases no one knows there's a law on the books The smaller door on the right side of this hallway says offices. I pick my head back in the door. I I close it kind of softly so that uh, hopefully people inside don't hear. Turn to the group and I'm like, okay, guys, there's a straight shot to the front door. To our left is a staircase going up as well as doors to the offices. Are the goblins in yet? They haven't made it past the front door and antechamber area, it looks like. Are those stairs only up? They were down, don't know, but I'm guessing the the newer construction. I'm guessing the newer construction will have the the cells. Could be. All right, that seems to be the way to go. Should we? Yeah, let's go. I don't have any more uh, strength in me <laughs> in, in this particular six seconds. So I, I will I will follow you guys. Up. <laughs> 
and that's that's it for my turn. All right. The police officer who is in the doorway south of you, he's going to try and shoot at you guys, having heard some noises. And he, I'm I'm rolling to see who he's aiming at because he ostensibly can't see, and for some reason he really likes you here, here. I think we all know the reason for that, Joey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he rolls another nat one. <laughs> the Eldritch Blast this time is way wide. It shoots in the side of one of the police cars. That was that was shot number four or number five? Three. Uh, here, Kirk, it's your turn. All right, I go through and head left down the hall. You run through the first pair of doors that Nick that Nicklaus has opened, and you make a mad dash to the left. You stack up at these doors that lead into the staircase, and you go through. You see a tall staircase leading up to the second floor. Is that is that everything that's in there? It's just a staircase up? Yep. Okay. I'm going to shout back. It's a staircase up. Let's go. Keep going. Right behind so you. Jack's turn, right? Can we just go, or are we still in combat? Jack and Klaus, we'll just do your turns together. Okay. Run. The two of you join up with Hirkir at the base of the stairs going up. Let's just charge up. Yep. You head up to the second story. There is another set of double doors and another staircase heading up to the third floor. So another set of double doors. Is there any signage? Yep. There's some signage. It says interrogation rooms and armory. Those both sound potentially interesting. What do you think? This feels like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I say we check out the interrogation room. That's where they might be keeping her. All right, let's go. Jack nods in agreement. Through the double doors. Alright, the three of you enter the double doors into this floor that has the interrogation rooms and the armory, and immediately you run into a police officer and a police dire wolf. God damn it. Police dire wolf? Yeah, it's wearing like super tactical armor like the rabbit. God. I always said giving animals tactical armor was a bad idea. Are we in just like a big room or is it a hallway? What what are we in having entered this space? It's a 10 foot by some 30 something feet hallway. Okay. To your right are two doors. One is closer to you and one is farther down the hallway. Okay. The police officer and his dire police wolf are standing in the middle of the hallway. Okay. Do they see us? <laughs> For sure they see you. The police officer yells at you to stop. We'll begin with the top of the order with Jack. Jack tries to goes up and tries to open the first door on the right. Jack, you head up to the first door on the right, and it is the armory. The door is locked, though. Oh. And what's the second door? Do I know what's inside? Quite possibly inter- an interrogation room? Yeah, based on the All powers right. of deduction, you... Jack moves up to the next door and tries to open that one as well. Okay, well, they're standing in the middle of the hallway. Yeah, we have two two bad guys there that we're going to have to fight. And I guess in the, in the, 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 the police officer is between the first door and the second door. Yes. Okay, okay, I got you. Jack reluctantly takes out his M pistol and, and, and shoots the wolf, shoots a, a fireball module. Yep, go ahead and roll the attack. Okay, all right. So I rolled a 15, and as we established last time, I guess, I get plus two for archery, plus two for proficiency, and plus two for dexterity. So 21. You hit. All right, and then on a hit, the target takes 1d10 fire damage. Uh, nine damage. Nice. Such damage. Jack, you run into the hallway and you pull out your pistol after checking out this door. And as you do, a a small moat of fire shoots towards the wolf. And it lights it 
It lights some of the tactical vest on fire. Oh, do any of the bullets explode? No. I mean, the, the wolf is not carrying bullets. What's he carrying in a tactical vest? I don't know. It's, it looks cool. It's like, okay. It's like a bulletproof vest. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Nick, last it's your turn. Seeing that the armory door appears to be uh, otherwise impenetrable, he yells at the guard, We don't want to hurt you. Just run away. And then I shoot at the, the guard with the chaos bolt. Uh... Chaos. Such chaos. So um, I hold up my hands, and then the warbling sphere of chaotic energy flies out at the guy. Let's see if I hit. It's a 12 to hit. A 12 does not hit. So it misses. And I'm like, that was a warning shot. <laughs> Next time I won't hold back. And I move uh, 15 feet closer. Mm-hmm. The police officer moves back 15 feet, does a dramatic slide, pulls out his pistol, and shoots at you, Niklaus. And he rolls a 12. That hits. You just, just barely hit. It does six damage. Ow. The same beam of crackling energy that you saw as you guys were running towards the police station blasts towards you and hits you square in the chest. The wolf, meanwhile, is going to leap forwards and it's going to try and attack Jack. It rolls a 10. Does not hit. The dire wolf lunges straight for your neck, Jack, and you're just barely able to get it out of the way of being chomped on. The wolf is right up against you now. Best friends forever. Here, here. So in front of me are Jack and Niklaus. I guess Jack's being engaged with by the dire wolf and the police officers farther down. All right, I'm going to attack the dire wolf with a chill touch. I rolled a 24. Ooh, yeah. Yep, you hit. He will take 1d8 necrotic damage. Six points of necrotic damage. Nice. All right, is that it? Yep, that's all I can do. I mean, I can move, mm -hmm. but I, there's not really anywhere for me to go. Yeah. All right, back to you, Jack. All right, can I grapple the wolf? Yes. All right, so my plan is I want to grapple the wolf and hold it hostage and not, and tell the police officer, I'm going to shoot. If you keep shooting at us, you should go away. And then I want to, and then I can, I'll like, just knock out the wolf and everybody goes and walks away alive. <laughs> All right. I give we'll see how this goes. Ten percent chance of success. <laughs> All right. Now, Grappling so grapple. Really when you want to grapple, you can use the attack action to make a special melee if you're able to make one. Okay. The target must be no more than one size larger. What size is a dire wolf? Is it a dire wolf is actually a large beast. Is it larger? Okay. So grapple check instead of attack roll. A strength check contested by the target's strength or dexterity. So I have to do strength athletics check. That's what I have to do. So I will do that now. And I rolled a 24. 19 plus 5. Alright, he rolls a 11. Alright, so I've grappled, <laughs> grappled the wolf. Yeah, what, what, what does that look like? A wolf like? that is actually larger than you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wrap both my one, my one of my arms around its neck and then kind of like, <laughs> like just gonna... twist it and use it as a body shield. You're, you're just going to like choke hold the, the dire yes, wolf? Yes. <laughs> and I, I pull out my M pistol, I put it to its head and yell at the police officer, Hey! You may you shoot anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna blast its head off. If you walk away, everybody lives. I'll just knock out your your partner here. All right? It's pretty intimidating. We're gonna say that your action is to grapple the dire wolf, and then whoever's next can yell at the person. Okay. okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I've got the wolf in a chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next person in the turn order is Nick Klaus. So I'm assuming that Jack yelled those things like he'll do it. 
he's crazy. Listen to him. All you gotta do is put down the pistol and, and leave, and the wolf will be okay. Okay, so we'll say your action is to try to persuade this guy to leave. I will in- to try to intimidate him. <laughs> I'm like vicariously intimidating him through Jack's <laughs> grapple of the wolf. And Nicholas is like this white collar worker, right? With like <laughs> <Yeah>. a... <laughs> I have people to do the intimidating for me. <laughs> I got a guy for that. Roll an intimidate check with advantage. See how this guy rolls. That'll be a 16. Uh, He rolls a 6. The police officer reluctantly lowers his gun and he says, All right, man, just don't hurt Benji, okay? (laughs) Don't worry, Benji will be fine. We're just getting our friend Audrey and and getting out of here. Where, where, Where is she held? The holding cells are upstairs. Alright, just just get out of here. Benji's just gonna take a nap. He's he's gonna be fine. I can't. You're blocking the entrance. Okay, well, just go into that room over there and don't come out. Well, give me Benji first and then I'll go. Kick, okay, <laughs> kick over the gun. He kicks over the gun. <laughs> Alright, Jack, put... put, put sleep, tell, tell him it's sleep time. Alright, what does Jack do? The sleeper hold? or like? Yeah, just, just, just do the sleeper hold. Do, do a choke out check? Choke out? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't Shh. even know what that is. Just a sh- it would be like a non-lethal attack, but, but it's, it's not kind even like of an like, attack. It's kind of like, and I, I don't know if this exists in 5th edition, there was like a yeah, like this... you could do a mercy kill like if the other, your target was unconscious or whatever, you could do a single take an action and kill them. <laughs> So it's sort of like that, but non-lethal. But I don't know if that that works, and uh, they have a mechanic. Or maybe for like I don't know. I like just bonk it, and it just kind of loosely walks back. Because <laughs> we have the gun now, right? So I mean, yeah, we can just basically let the dog go at that point. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just say there's no like good way to knock the dog unconscious. All right. Got a lot of just, hit just, points. It's just just look into its eyes, Jack, and look establish dominance. Eyes. <laughs> yes, that's what Jack does. Yeah, okay, yeah. Jack, so Jack kind of, it's in his chokehold, and he kind of like cranes his neck around and looks into its eyes and like bares his teeth and tries to establish dominance. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm just going to say we're out of combat right now. Go ahead and do a intimidation check. Okay. Seven. <laughs> rolls like a three. You super established <laughs> dominance. <laughs> it's like waiting for you to pee on him, basically. <laughs> the dire wolf whimpers. And and Jack Jack lets lets him go and uh and says, Get, go on, get. The dire wolf heads back to the police officer and the two of them head into the interrogation rooms and you hear a click. <laughs> Okay, cool. Up, um, upstairs, just uh, make sure we grab the yeah. gun. Jack grabs the gun, and he's also like, "Yeah, guys, I was I was out of bullets. I had to reload anyway." So, <laughs> I mean, that worked much better than I anticipated. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Can I reload like now while we're kind of just walking around, so I don't have to use an action? Yeah. Okay. And so, what's the? It's an NM pistol with a with what module? Eldritch blast. Yeah, it no. has the Eldritch blast module. He only has two shots left though. And then, so I'll reload into my main gun the uh, the acid module. So now both 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 my M pistols have fresh mags. All right, let's go. Yep. As you reload, Jack, outside the window that you saw this police officer shooting out of earlier, you see a very corporate-looking four-door floating sedan roll up. And then the three of you head back into the stairwell staircase, back into the stairwell. Third floor, we go. Up, up, up. 
right, the three of you head up the stairwell up to the third floor, and the way these staircases work is that they go up one direction and then like go up the other direction. Oh yeah. So you guys are at the the south side of the building now, and you see another set of double doors leading in on your on the third is the third story at the top. Yep. Open the doors. This time, the doorway leading into the main hallway is on your left. Okay. What do you guys do? Before we go to the door, I'm like, I'm a, <clears throat> a little injured. Can, can someone help me up a little bit? Or I can use the cure wounds that we have. How much? How badly? I'm about half as good as I could be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will cast cure wounds. I grab Niklaus by the arm, and he regains seven points of health. Niklaus kind of feels this reinvigorating energy, and he takes a... Deep breath. Oh, that, that's much better. That was not feeling good there. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't have too many more of those, though. I still have the cure wounds if we need it. All right. Audrey should be on this floor somewhere. Yes, let's hope so. Jack, do you want to do you want to lead the way? Yeah, I'll, uh, I can do that. Oh, Jack opens the door. Yeah. You open up this set of double doors, and you see another hallway. On your left, you see another set of doors. And at the end of the hallway, it makes a turn to the left. Should we stay in this hall, guys? We don't have a choice, do we? Yeah, just, All right. Let's just go. All right. We head go. down the hallway. You head down the hallway. Passing the double doors on your left, you see that there's a sign that says evidence locker. And then you reach the end of the hallway. On your left is another set of double doors at the end of this hallway. Let's go through. You round the corner and you head to another conveniently located sign that says lock up. Woohoo. There's a door, right? Yep. Let's try and open the door. You try to open the door, and it's locked. Okay, this is what I'm here for. I step up, guys. I got this. He kicks open the door. <laughs> I touch the door, and I use my last remaining second level spell to cast Knock again, which should uh, unlock the door. Right? Yeah. The mundane lock on this door unlocks itself. There's no power before the mystical energies wielded by Niklaus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the double doors swing wide open. What does it sound like, Niklaus? Um, this one, I go up and I do like the little door knock code. The dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Shaving a haircut? <laughs> yeah, yeah except that haircut. you can hear it from 300 feet away. Yeah. It echoes. Are there are there like vibrations or anything like in the building? Or oh just, yeah, you, you, can, you can like feel it in your bones. It's very, very loud. Right. Very bad vibrations. Yeah. So then Some Jack bad also vibes. Around, hopefully. Are there, are there like video cameras? Maybe the knock, you know, knocks the video cameras off. Help the <laughs> do, do an arcana that check. Happened. Arcana check plus zero. 19. The magical security cameras that are typically used aren't affixed to anything physical. Oh, damn. So they're floating. Shoot. Yeah, but they don't record. So this I is... wouldn't worry about it too much. Okay. It's like a, okay. you can see through them, but you can't. Right. They don't record something. Okay. Yep. As the double doors slide open, you see in this room that there are six holding cells. You see Audrey in the back right corner as you make a left, and you see a very, very bruised goblin sitting in another one of the cells, as well as a gray-haired old man who, from the smell of it, appears to be drunk. All right. Um, is there a, a lever to like unlock the cells? Yeah, or like a fire alarm. <laughs> well, first of all, Audrey is like, "Oh, hey, y'all! <laughs> what are y'all doing here? We're here to bust you out, Audrey." Aw, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Too late now. We're already here. <laughs> 
Well, I suppose that's true. Did you see how the, the guards opened and closed the cells? Is there like a lever or button or something? Yeah, you need a, you need a key. Oh. <laughs> do, do you know, do they keep it like here or do they keep it on them? <laughs> well, what kind, of, what kind of lockup do you think this is where they keep the key 20 feet away from us? I've seen that happen before. You know what, you're right. But, <laughs> but no, they, don't, they, they keep the key on their person. Does anyone have ideas? I have, I so I have this uh, levitate magitech. Can we levitate the doors? Oh, do they do they have the standard hinges like in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean where you can just lift it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out of the hinge? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of door are they like? Like cells? Like kind of? I don't know. What, what do you call them? Bars and stuff? Yeah, they're they're pretty standard metal bars. As you approach them, they do feel faintly magical. Audrey says, Yeah, y'all are gonna have to get that key. They got, uh, they got that arcane lock on these doors over here. Where is the guard with the key? Usually hang out. Well, I think all of the police officers have keys. Should've, should've stripped that guy. Maybe he's still down there? Yeah, I know you locked the, the door. Uh, so Jack is like, well, if I, sh- I guess if I, I, if I shoot these things with acid, the acid, can that do something to the... If cell it's magic, doors. it might not. Yeah, probably not. What, is it the whole cell wall or just the door? Do an arcane check, Niklaus. Sixteen. For arcane lock, you touch a closed door and then it becomes locked. So it does not apply to the walls. So yes, the acid could potentially go through the cell walls, the little barred walls things. So should I shoot it? Tell me what to do. You can try and see what it does. Gotcha. So, so Jack. All right. So let's do that. Let's try it. So Jack takes out his M pistol, loads up the. the we don't want the acid module. Says to Audrey. All right. St- stand out. Get out of the way. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jack shoots. <laughs> what are you? What are you shooting at exactly? The bars. The bars. The bar wall. From your way looking in to your right is the metal bars, and also in the front. She's in like a corner of the of this room. Right. So I'm going to shoot the bars that are straight in front of me but at like uh, at, at the bars if there are any like intersections right so i want to like weaken the wall of bars you shoot at the bars adjacent to the door and they start melting but not all the way through oh so it is working it is working a little bit okay uh it looks good jack i have uh, i have some acid i can use myself now that we know that it's gonna work Okay. So I'll do a follow-up. I only have one shot left. Yeah, you save that for in case we need to hit somebody with it. Okay. So then I, I line up so that I'm like facing the the, the row of uh, bars and walls. So I'm like looking, I'm like at the edge of her cell looking towards the entrance. Mm-hmm. And I cast Tasha's Caustic Brew. And I do yell at the people on that side, hey, step back from the wall. And then I shoot a stream of acid. 30 feet long and 5 feet wide down the length (laughs) of the wall. (laughs) Yeah, the acid further dissolves the bars, but not where the doors are at. The doors actually remain surprisingly intact. The resulting melting of the bars creates a very small hole where Audrey could ostensibly crawl out of, depending on how much- She chooses not to. depending Depending on how much acid is still left on the floor. She's like standing on the toilet right now. <laughs> She's pretty surprised. Why is she surprised? Because Niklaus casted magic without a caster. Gotcha. Uh, she has a look of surprise, but she doesn't say anything. She gives you guys a look 
that is basically... Oh yeah, we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> when someone's breaking you out of jail, maybe you should just be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. She's not going to ask any questions right now. <laughs> right now. So does the acid stay there or does it like disappear? So in the spell, from the spell description, like the acid that covers the creature continues to affect it, but new creatures walking in the in that area don't like get recovered in it, and it's not like difficult terrain or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't seem like it persists other than what it was on. Yep. Audrey looks at the muck that you've created and she yells at you guys. Do y'all think I can get over there? Yeah, just you you know don't touch it with your bare skin. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. She's so calm. <laughs> yeah, she's very blasé. <laughs> yeah. This ain't, this ain't her first rodeo. <laughs> she does a little hop from the toilet and tries to do a tumble roll through the through the hole that you've created. See if she makes it through. She barely makes it through. Ooh. We don't have a plan B. She says, Fence had seen y'all here again. Yeah, we're here to rescue you so that, that you, you don't get you know taken away. Oh, y'all are so nice. Anyways, I think we should get out of here. I agree. Isn't there something we're forgetting, Hercule? Gobzu from the cell, like, behind you guys, yes. he says, Hey guys, could you guys let me out, please? What are you in here you for? To be... oh, I like that voice. You guys all spoke at the same time. I can't tell what you guys said. The, the... Sorry, sorry, go ahead, Hercule. No, that's what we did uh, in character. Yeah. yeah. We all spoke <laughs> at the same time. What are you in here for? Are you Gobzu? Oh, yeah, I, I am Gobzu. How do you how do you know that? Well, there's a, a bunch of your friends down below, but what are you in here for? Well, I was running away from the other goblins, and then I didn't check the street before I crossed it. Why so, were you running away from the other goblins? I might have stolen something from them. Meanwhile, the gunfire from outside intensifies. Right, uh, can anyone help him out? What did you steal? Yeah, tell us what you stole. He squirms. Do you want to get out or not? I think you do. He says, I stole the source of the Godfather's power, okay? What is that? It's it's better if I just show you. Okay. A little help. But first you gotta first you gotta let me out of here. Alright, we'll we'll get him out. I, I walk up to his cell wall and I'm like, alright, step back. I'll turn to the rest of the group. This is the last time I can do this. And then I cast Tasha's caustic brew one last time. Hopefully he doesn't accidentally kill him. <laughs> yeah, he just dies. Well, whoops. Niklaus, you melt the surrounding jail cell bars just as you did before. Mm -hmm. Gobzu does another tumble roll, and he, now he's out with you guys. He's also surprised, but he's too scared to ask any questions. Ah, so he's scared. Good. All right, show us this source of power. Okay, well, when I when I got hit by the police car, the police officers took it so I, it's probably in in the evidence locker all right let's go we head out back in the direction of the sign we saw that said i think we saw an evidence sign yeah it was on it was on this floor yeah. all right so jack brings up the rear to make sure gob zoo doesn't run away smart smart yep the five of you guys head down the hallway out from the holding cells and then make a right back towards the doorway labeled evidence locker i feel like this is gonna be another door that 100 percent is it, is it the arcana lock thing or is it a normal lock the five of you guys stack up on the door it's just the train of you guys now wouldn't happen to be unlocked would it would be like someone was in the middle of evidence like inventory when the alarm went out <laughs> and happened to leave the door unlocked because they were in a rush you try the door and it's locked on the other doors that we've seen did they have ways to unlock them from inside yeah this door wouldn't happen to have a window would it <laughs> 
It does not. What about the bottom? Does it have a small gap? Yeah, there's like a quarter inch gap at the bottom. Oh, okay, guys, this is the last trick I have up my sleeve. And then I cast Misty <laughs> Step using my Fate Touched Feet. You see me turn into a silvery mist and I teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see. It's the other side of the door. Niklaus, you, <laughs> for about three seconds, you just lay down on the floor. <laughs> We're just like looking at each other. <laughs> So I lay on the ground and I'm peering through the thin gap and I see light on the other side, which means there's space there. And willing myself to escape this side of the wall to the other side of the door, a fine mist like appears on the ground near me. It kind of starts swirling towards me, obscuring me until the mist like fades away and appears on the other side. And I kind of like appear on the ground on the other side, looking <laughs> back through the door to the ground. <laughs> And I kind of stand up, brush myself off, and then try to find that on the door unlock thing. Yeah, it's just a normal lock. You unclick it, and you open the door. Woohoo! Okay, guys, I'm completely out of everything, all the things that I can do. So hopefully this is the last door that <laughs> 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 we encounter. All right. Gabzu leads you into the evidence locker, and he points at a metal cylinder. I investigate the cylinder. What is it? Here, here go ahead and do a investigate check. Investigate... Expecting like an espresso machine or something. Seven. <laughs> Just a big, one of those big urns of coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant urn of coffee. To you, at least. <laughs> the source of Checks his power, out. right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gobsu says, could you, could you hand it over to me, please? You have to tell us what it is first. Well, just let me open it and I can show you. Just tell me how to open it and we'll open it. It, it, it doesn't work like that. Is he lying to me? Do an inside check. 10. You have no idea. I, I say, if you're lying to me, we're going to follow through with what the Godfather wanted. You know what that is? Can you guess? Yeah, I can probably guess. This is the most mild-mannered meat goblin ever. And turned to the group. He's kind of a nerd. What do you guys want to do in that? Let's give him a shot. Uh, Jack pulls out his sword and, like, presses it up against them. <laughs> oh, good, good. Oh, like, now oh, you're a tough you guy. Cop shows up. <laughs> Can't hurt to flee. <laughs> it's all it's all it's all uh you know bluster <laughs> i position the cylinder in front of gopsu but i don't let go of mm. gopsu fiddles with a mechanism on the bottom of the cylinder you hear a click and then some of the metal slides open inside of a now glass canister you see a pixie floating inside whoa audrey yeah. says well you don't see that every day <laughs> How does the pixie look, like, health-wise or general? She looks like she's asleep, and she's just sort of floating around in there. All right, I see why you did what you did, Gobzu. Does the pixie... What does the pixie do for the godfather, though? The pixie makes pixie dust. Uh... And he looks rather shameful. He says, we, we use that to make something else. Is it drugs? Yeah, it's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Pixie dust is already a drug, right? Anyways, can we can we get out of here, please? Yep, let's get out of here. We gotta figure out where we can free this pixie. Not a bad idea. Should we head to the garage? When are we assaulted by people on our way to the garage? <laughs> we head to the staircase. Let's just one step at a time. Yeah. yeah. The three of you head to the staircase and you get... The, the uh, five of us. There's five wait, of us. We're not leaving yeah, yeah, behind. Yeah, wait, I, I, suddenly, suddenly the party has grown. I'm, I can't say three of you guys anymore. You have to default to y'all... Yeah. Y'all head into the staircase, and you reach the second floor. Do you guys just continue going down? Do we hear anybody coming up? Do a perception check. Three. 
you the only thing that you hear is the sound of yelling and gunshots and you pretty sure you hear Goptic yell attack from the front <laughs> checks out uh, that guy <laughs> I mean at least he sticks to his gun <laughs> yeah there's a mad firefight going on yeah we'll try and head out the way we came yeah let's go We'll go down the next. Yeah. The party reaches the ground floor, and you've reached the hallway where to your left now are the offices, and to the right is the doorway back into the garage. From the sounds of it, the gunfight is mainly happening still at the front of the substation. Good deal. Well, we're still going to have this this copper guarding the rear unless he went in, but... Nothing, nothing for it unless we... Murder that guy when it comes to it. We can just keep running past him. What's he going to do? Keep chasing us? <laughs> can we blind him again? <laughs> uh, I don't have another of that spell. I okay. don't. I mean, we just keep running. You, you just, we'll, we'll trade off whoever's in the back. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually he'll run out of bullets. All right. Should Sounds we get, good. should we stick Audrey and the, and Gobsy on the, the bike? Well, how about you guys go into the garage first? Yeah, let's, let's go in the garage. <laughs> we'll go in the garage first. Yep. All of you guys roll into the garage. Audrey takes a look around and she says, well, those, well, those vehicles definitely aren't going to work. That motorcycle, though, I can probably get that working. Is there anyone else in the garage right now? Uh, no, you don't see anybody. Okay, good. That seems like a good so, a motorcycle wouldn't happen to have a sidecar, would it? <laughs> or can we just all pile on? <laughs> yeah, well, these kind of bikes, they, they levitate, so... Oh. If y'all, if we all just pile onto it, just get yeah, very chummy. You know? right, we yeah, might, let's... we might not go very fast, but I'm, I think I'm it could okay work. with that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Audrey starts heading towards the back. Um, I go to to help her with the the bike to yep. assist her with whatever she's doing. I go to keep an eye out for. Well, one of us should be at the back, and one should be at the front. All right, so I'll I'll go in the front. Okay. Well, I don't. I can't ride. The person who's in the front. No, has no, no, to no. Ride, I'm talking right? about at the front of the garage. Oh yeah, because in case the the cop shows up. Yeah, so Jack goes to the front of the garage, and I'll stand by the the door, looking looking out in case anyone comes. Jack asks Harker, "Hey, you need an M pistol?" I'm good. All right, Jack, you continue to hear the sounds of this just endless gunfire. Apparently, it's like a it's like a naked gun where they're like three feet away from each other, but you can't hit. (laughs) And then you see. Two people walking down the hallway towards you guys. Uh oh. What what do I see of these two people? Wait, here, where are you? I thought, I'm I thought Jack door. was at the door. I'm at the okay, door so at the are... back. He's at the front by the garage door, the big metal door, in case the cop oh, okay. comes by. Kirkir, you see a female halfling with red hair. She's wearing a light gray blazer and some dark pants. She is accompanied by a relatively young half orc who has his hair up in a man bun, and he's also wearing a very well-fitting gray suit. We've got a couple of suits heading in here. Jack gulps. Not good, not good, not good. Are they headed towards the garage, or...? Yeah, they they briefly see your head poking through the doorway, and they head straight toward you guys. Jack uh, yells out, Hey, how's the how's the bike going? Is it ready? Uh, Audrey yells we back. Got trouble. And she says, uh, yeah, just give me like 30... 30 seconds or something. Ooh, that's, a, that's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. Might need your help back here, Jack. Yeah, so Jack comes I don't, and joins I don't, her gear. And also, Do you just wanna... I, 
Jack is like, can can we levitate them away? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in theory? <laughs> like, how does levitate work? Like, do you need, like, a... Do they have to stand on something? Do they have to do it willingly? <laughs> so, I, I do have a... I do have a suggestion... If you want to use the levitate, I do have a suggestion for you, Jack. Okay, yeah. You see that... Well, that, I'm all ears. You see that giant, broken-down car? <laughs> levitate it in front of the, the door. <laughs> levitate it in front of the door and then cancel the spell. Perfect. Alright, let's do that. Let's do that. So... So I guess Jack scampers okay. down. Okay, hold on here for a second. Let's do an Arcana <laughs> check, Jack. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 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 Arcana. Oh, really far away. <laughs> that only increases its power. <laughs> Eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Though. You you think about what Nicklaus said for a second and how these levitating vehicles work is that they use four levitates to levitate in the air and then gust of winds behind it to propel and your main deduction from this is that each of these vehicles definitely weighs more than 500 pounds yeah you need like four of them to lift it up yeah but these are partially disassembled right so like okay fine you need three of them to lift it up what about the pieces that are outside yeah, is there like an engine that I could levitate? Yeah, there is an engine like, that you could levitate. Can I do that? Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Engines are heavy, right? Yeah, 500 like, pounds. Right, guys? Okay, yeah. 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 For sure. They're the All right. like, heaviest part of our now composite constructed cars. All right, so Jack uh, scampers down and says, All right, I'm going to levitate the engine on and put it in front of the door. Is that okay, guys? Do it. Do it. Do it. All right, I've never done this before. Is there anything else I can <laughs> so... grab to like throw in front of the door? Do a perception check. 19. You see, I was about to say you see a couple of tires, but that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) You see a tool cabinet on wheels. Okay. I'm going to start moving that while, you know, I'm going to let uh, Jack move the engine first, but I'm going to start moving that in that direction. Yeah. So I've got one level one Magitite and a Levitate Magitech in the caster. Mm -hmm. And Jack puts it all together and like kind of with one eye open, like, points it in, turns it on, and points it at the, uh, <laughs> engine. Mm-hmm. And it levitates, right? Yep. Alright, and then Jack kind of, like, his hands are shaking, kind of moves it over and directs it towards the front of the door. Mm-hmm. And is the tool cart in the way there, too? No, I'm waiting for you to put the engine in there. Okay, alright, so like, then Jack, uh, behind it or... Jack moves it in position and then turns it off, and it, the, en- the engine drops in front of the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the engine clunks with a loud noise onto the floor. Hiku, what are you doing? I'm gonna move the uh, the tool chest like behind it, so just further blocking the entrance. Mm-hmm. Jack, you drop this engine in front of the door. Hiku, you also move this mobile tool set cabinet words <laughs> in front of the door. And then what do you guys do? Do you dramatically like tip it on its side off of its rollers? <laughs> yes, just like leaning on the engine. Yeah. Uh, then I, I pull back, so I've got like line of sight. Mm-hmm. So I hit someone with some magic, should it come, come to it. Everybody hears some movement from the other side of the door, and then you hear in quick succession three large bangs. It sounds like a shotgun going off. You That's see quite a bit of green energy fly out from the door and it blasts the engine and the cabinet. Well, they're not friendly. The halfling woman in the business suit gingerly steps over the debris 
and she says, Well, that's no way to treat a lady. Hi all, this is Joey, your Dungeon Master friend. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please do share it with friends and family and other people that you think might like it. And if y'all want, y'all can always get in touch with us through our website and our Twitter slash Instagram at aamagicpod. Join us next week as Here Here Jack and Nick Klaus begin their lives as criminals on the run.